Hey, I heard that they were going to rename the show uh, Boba Fett and Friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? That same thing. <laughs> Fucking stupid show. Boba Fett and Friends. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Mando? No. no. Mando's out. No, he's Boba's got a new he's not character anymore. <laughs> yeah. He just uses to go raise Baby Yoda by himself <laughs> with no helmet. Oh, so disappointed in this show right now. What? How dare? What is with you? You and Kadish. Tom and I are on the same wavelength. Oh. Did they change the whole show and then they announced 500 other shows? And they're that like, oh, good. We asked for that. Nothing Thank to you. do with this. This show's never been nothing but that. This, this is a springboard. It's a springboard show. They killed, they, killed, they killed off one of the main characters. In what? The Razor Crest. I'm throw shit. The following podcast may contain adult language and an abundance of salt. So buckle up, nerds. We're talking about the Mandalorian. Episode of the Salty Nerd Podcast. I am your host, the Salty Nerd. In today's episode, we we will be discussing the Mandalorian, Chapter Seventeen, The Believer. And I am joined, as always, by my illustrious co-hosts, starting with Salty Tom. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, man? I'm good. Just there's a lot going on. Salty. I I really missed the whole week of, and now I'm just really pent up. Pent up. (laughs) You know, you just save it. We're we're gonna get you a recap in a minute. I'm also joined by the barbarian space Viking, Matthew Vader. What's up, dude? Hey, man. How you doing? I'm good. Good. Good cartoon this week. Yeah, I'm ready to. I'm ready to talk about it. I'm also joined by the uh, science fiction author himself, Matthew Kadish. What's up, man? Uh, not a whole lot ready to rip into this episode. Oh, I'm going to have to defend it. And that really makes me angry. Why? I, I don't want to defend rip, it. Rip, you don't have rip, to defend rip, it. It's not rip. that good. Because I had, a, I had a lot of fun with this episode. And I'm, I'm getting prepped for him to be bashing me over the head with nonsense. Just because he doesn't like it doesn't mean you have to. I know. Yeah, that's true. And just because you like it doesn't mean it's good. Uh, <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> that's especially true when it comes to Alex. 100%. <laughs> Gremlin sucks. This episode of Mandalorian, fantastic. <laughs> the Goonies was great filmmaking. No one said that. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys, let's get into it. Uh, Tom, why don't you give us a little short recap of your thoughts on the last episode where we get Boba Fett. The tragedy. The tragedy, which was the Razor Crest. So go ahead. Uh, Razor, okay. Um, well, my, my, my biggest regret was that uh, I couldn't be here to watch Vader's face when Bill Burr finally showed back up. And <laughs> Bill like, Burr! Uh, <laughs> yeah! He's been all season. He's been waiting and for and Bill And I've been saying, Bill Burr's not coming back. That's <laughs> stupid. Well, here's Bill Burr. And not only that, give the performance of a lifetime was and, and was convincing and yeah. probably the best character in the episode. Uh, they killed the Razor Crest. I don't know why. Um, hmm. Now Boba Fett is the de facto leader, it seems like. He's the Chewbacca. Uh, I don't He's understand. the driver. Look, they changed the entire show in one episode. Thank you, Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> Machete sucked. Um, <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Mexico sucked. That's a great <laughs> movie. Robert Rodriguez movie suck. That episode wait, sucked. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> We're talking about that on the other show. Didn't Jude say she was out? And we can bring Tom in for that, right? For, for Rodriguez week? <laughs> to complain about Robert Rodriguez. We're doing a full, yeah, we're doing a full episode on Rodriguez Just next month. Henche in Mexico, Quentin Tarantino. No, yeah. I don't like we're, it. We're doing but yeah, the yeah, El, El Mariachi trilogy. Oh, anyway. Wait, is there three of those? Yeah, there's yeah. three of them. Anyway, go ahead. Fantastic. Keep, keep going. 
Um, yeah, okay, Boba Fett's back. It's cool. It serves the nerd community very well. Mm-hmm. Every nerd will tell you how much they love Boba no, Fett. This is and not the, true. And they cannot explain why they love Boba Fett. They just say, Boba Fett. He looks cool. I, that is the... Yep. That's 100% the reason. I know, and that's sad. Yeah. Okay. So, I've, I've always thought that I'm, Boba I'm, Fett... I'm not as superficial as the rest of yeah. you. I want content. I want character. Oh, oh dear I'm Lord. All, I want all those things. I want you know, love. You know lightsabers are just like sw- flashy swords, right? <laughs> Made of light. <laughs> they look cool. And the force. It's the only reason why yeah, they're the, cool is because they look cool. Um, Otherwise, it's the sound. No, it's the sound effect. Mm. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, anyway. Yeah. And uh, okay, so let's get into this episode then. Uh, Matthew Kadish, you want to um, lay the roadmap out for us? All right, The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 7, Chapter 15, The Believer. Uh, So basically, to move against the Empire, the Mandalorian needs the help of an old enemy, and that's it. But he really really doesn't. You sound like Matt Vader now. You're just like, I don't like this episode. He really doesn't need his help at all. (laughs) I I, I mean, so... so, No, he understood the protocols. (laughs) So Wave to this guy? Wave to this guy. (laughs) Helmets on, helmets off. It doesn't matter. (laughs) So so this this is the only episode that wasn't written by either Jon Favreau or Dave Filoni. That's interesting. It was was written by the guy who directed this episode, Rick... uh, it's, he's got a Femi difficult. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a difficult last name. Yeah. yeah, I'll just call him Ricky. Okay. All right. So, so Ricky <laughs> wrote and directed this episode. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky yeah. from Better Off Dead, <laughs> Silver Spoons. <laughs> All right. So the episode opens with a New Republic uh, correctional transport uh, flying over the Carthon Chop Fields. Several crane walkers tower over the field while prisoners work on dismantling starships. So the New Republic is into slave labor then. Yeah. That's what, that's well, what we're well, looking it's, at. It's a penal no, it's colony. A penal colony. <laughs> yeah. So a New Republic security droid walks up to Miggs Mayfeld, um, designated as inmate 34667, played by Bill Burr. And uh, he is dismantling a tie, a, um, an old TIE fighter. Old TIE fighter. Yeah. And the droid tells him he has been given new instructions, at which point uh, Marshal of the New Republic, Cara Dune, rounds the corner, uh, remanding the prisoner into her custody. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of, I didn't hate this. I thought, the, again, this movie or this TV show does really well with uh, with graphics and everything, practical effects and whatnot. So I kind of, yeah. I liked the way it looked. It was a lot of fun seeing Bill Burr just being, you know, cracking the whip and and having to dismantle these stupid things, but I love his reaction. Cause it's, it's so classic, like New Yorker, the droids, like, like uh, what do you want? Yeah. What do you want, man? I'm working here. What are we doing? <laughs> it was a good moment. It was pretty funny, but it, it was cool. It's a nice little setup. Yeah. We get to see where he ended up after that. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of the first season, we get to see what happened to him afterwards, which he's on this little, I, uh, I like the whole setup for the scene. I like all the Imperial stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure if we go through that and dissect this thing. Oh, there's probably there's probably t- so all kinds much. of really cool stuff in these yeah. junk piles that we don't know is really there. Yeah. But uh, I didn't really like how Cara Dune just showed up and took him out of prison. I thought that, that was weird. You think it's a little bit above her pay grade to be yeah, able for, to do that, for, huh? for sure. Yeah. And it's just like, I was like, oh, we need this character, so I'm just going to go get him. Because last I, week. Because I, I kind of thought they were setting up. A jailbreak. A, a jailbreak episode. Yes. I think we were right. all under that impression. Sure. Like, we're going to have to break this guy out of prison. It's like the, the episode should have been them breaking him out of prison for some other uncontrived reason. Yeah. And it's not what we got. We got some whatever. This they they was. needed to get him out of prison as yeah. fast as possible. And they were just like, Cara Dune's got clearance now. 
that's, yeah. that's it. That's all. That's it. That's you know, she makes this little slide comment like, oh, I had to bend a lot of rules. No, no, this. you didn't. You just went you in just there and got him. Yeah, walked in and said, uh, I need that guy. And there, the droid was like, okay. It, it's it's super it's a bit thin i'll give you that it was a bit thin but a lot of a lot of thin in this episode. there's a lot of thin in this episode <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys picked up on this but it, like this looked like an acting choice that bill Barr or bill bill burr, burr made b-u-r-r yes, b-u-r um where every time he's in the proximity of cara dune he's kind of like eyeing her up and like <laughs> yeah. and, and like he every time he talks with her he's kind of flirting well, she's a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, she's hot and intimidating. Well, <laughs> so I, I just think it's funny that like the character that Bill Burr is playing, um, you know, Mayfeld has a thing for character. <laughs> I'm all right with that. And it's, it's very, it's very subtle. Like, I don't like, really feel like he's stretching his acting abilities a whole lot. He's playing, he's playing himself. He's playing himself, which is yeah. kind of what we love about it for sure. One hundred percent. If he was trying to do some completely different character and he wasn't acting like Bill Burr, I think we mm-hmm. would be like less enthused with this character. But now, because now, he he does act some later on. Oh yeah, in this sure. episode, he does really good. But but you know, for the most part, he's just. I mean, he's doing. He's being his character that he is on stand up. Yeah, he's being more. He's doing more than just reading the lines. But yeah. at the same time, he's also just being himself, which is why he's as popular as he is. Exactly. And, and I know that like he yeah. told Favreau, he was like, I'll only come back if I can be racist towards Mando. Yeah, that that was his, his, you know, line in the sand where he was like, you guys want me back? I want to be racist to Mando. That's you, know, you, you people. Yeah. You people. And by yes. you people, I mean Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> I do mean you. Yeah. Like, like they wrote that because like that was the only way he would agree to, to re- reprise his role. That's so funny. Yeah. So tell me, is the helmet, is it? Is the, do you take the helmet off or you cannot see your face? Which is it? <laughs> Which There's is a it? difference. You know, I have to say there though, is a difference. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> getting we're gonna get to that part, but yeah. I have to say there was some good setup for, no, there for was. the events that came after that. All right, guys, before we dive any farther into this episode, a quick word from our sponsors. So, all right, go ahead, keep going. Uh, what happens next, Kadish? All right, so Cara Dune leads Mayfeld to Slave One, where he sees Boba Fett and Finnick Shand, <laughs> and Mayfeld is relieved, having mistaken Fett for Mandalorian. However, his elation is short-lived as the Mandalorian descends down the ramp. All right, we have to talk about Boba Fett's paint job. Is that nice, nice matte finish? Dude, he had a can of freaking rhino line. <laughs> rhino line is, <laughs> he was just like, yeah. and he had his stencils. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful. Yeah. Very high def. The, yeah. yeah, Dude, I'm saying, like, he went for a nice deep forest green. I love it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blends in real well. The reason, like we were talking about, the reason why everybody loves Boba Fett for no reason is because he looks cool. And I was like, watch, he had the black under armor with the freaking new paint job. I was yeah, like, it, it damn, he looks cool. It wasn't under armor, though. It was his stu- stupid, like, Tatooine robe that he still no, hasn't gotten rid of. No, I think it was a new robe. But anyway, it, 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 it looks slimmer. I like the he, black. He's got the MC Hammer pants going. I, yeah, he does, doesn't he? I like the black. I think, I think with, he looks good. With his armor. No, it looks awesome. It makes the colors pop. He looks freaking cool. Yeah. He's, got his no. tur- he's got his COVID mask, his turtleneck COVID mask. <laughs> he, he, no, that's he special got, forces. He got the armor buffed. Yeah, man. He got all the... But the uh, dent is still there. The dent, yeah, the, the dent, dent is still, still there. there. He's got a new logo, logo stencil. No, that's been there. What he does have is the new LED, like that was there in the old one, but they weren't as bright. I think they went to the armorer and she like, like said. On, on Navarro. Is she alive? I think so. Yeah, she's alive. Okay. Yeah. Well, obviously when they did their pet stuff on Navarro, so Mandalorian could talk to Cara Dune about finding Mayfeld. Yeah. He, he got his armor repaired. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. I know people are like, who doesn't look the same? Like, when did he have time to do that? I don't care. It looks freaking cool, man. I mean, of course, like if the dude hasn't had his armor for however long they make up a reason. 
And uh, he's like, I got my armor back and it looks like trash. I'm going to paint it up a little bit. I'm going to fix it and up. And he got his, got his, uh, got his uh, sight thing straightened out. Yeah. Yep. Did I he, think that he has missile back that he lost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he has a missile. He, yeah. He's got a missile. Oh, it, it was funny. Cause in the last episode, you know, his antenna, which is his targeting yeah, yeah, yeah. thing was like slightly bent. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why he, he missed his target. He missed his target and accidentally hit the other ship. Yeah. Um, so like now that, that, that's gotten repaired and he uses it uh, while he's flying too. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, I have no salt for this whatsoever. I like it. Nah, I don't funny. care. Boba Fett's like, Hey, I got my it's armor like, back. I'm going to paint it. It was cool. I just, I don't care about this kind of stuff I, anymore. I thought it was I'm cool. Done. I just, I, I'm like, I'm enjoying this show <laughs> for what it is. Yeah. And it is what it is. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to say. It's just Star Wars stuff. Yeah. So, I think he looks hot. Yeah. I think he looks hot. Oh, uh, Tom, what do you think about Bill Burr's character constantly flirting with Cara Dune? Well, if I was there, I would be constantly <laughs> flirting with Cara Dune. Uh, I'd be talking about jujitsu moves, uh, possible leg locks. Um, I, I mean, we've paused on a frame of this episode where he's obviously looking at her tits. Yeah, so yeah. And she, just, she does not want to be bothered with him. Well, I love it. It's awesome. Yeah, no, she seems very asexual. Uh, Bill Burr does not. <laughs> he has a clear direction. Hey, how you doing? He's been in prison. He's like, hey. oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, it's the first woman he's seen in however it's the long. First one. You guys ever been locked down? I've never been locked down. But I, I used to work for a youth detention camp for oh, a God. short period of time. And you'd be, it, would, it was out in the middle of the Nevada desert with no walls. And oh, hundreds Jesus. of miles from civilization. No cell phone, yeah. no nothing. I, I lived in a dorm. It was awful. The second I would get back to my girlfriend, it was on. <laughs> <laughs> That's Spielberg's character. That's Spielberg's right? character right now. Right I get now. it. I feel it. I feel it. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, kid. Here's what happens after this. Any port in a storm. <laughs> All right. So the Mandalorian asked Mayfeld to confirm that he still knows his Imperial clearances and protocols. And Mando tells Mayfeld that uh, they need the coordinates for Moff Gideon's light cruiser. Mayfeld, thinking that it's suicide, asked to be taken back to the scrapyard. Dune says that the Imperials have Mando's kid, and Mayfeld's like, the little green guy? And uh, Mayfeld reluctantly agrees to help, but uh, says that he can't get the coordinates without accessing an internal Imperial terminal. (laughs) And Mayfeld says that he thinks there's one on the planet Morak, uh, where there is a secret Imperial mining hub. Stop. Time out. Stop. What? What? Wouldn't there be one of these things anywhere there's an Imperial? One planet you've never heard of. This one little outpost where they're mining some shit out of the ground. I think he says it's the closest one to them right now. Well, that that was the only Imperial hub that he knew of. That's like, where's the closest A and W? Yeah, I mean, remember, <laughs> remember this. I think like, this one in Boulder City. This is like actually. the remnants of the Empire. They're not exactly promoting their locations. So, like, this is like. Yeah, I've been to this one location before. This is the one that I know or, or, or I've heard of it. I've heard of it or something. Okay. Like, this is the reason why. I All know right, where I'll, it is. I'll dial it down. I'll tell you, though, uh, the, the, I thought the same thing as The Vader, whole though. reason why they have Bill Burr at this point is super thin. Oh, oh can we talk about Boba Ship? Uh, his yeah, ship? Absolutely. Who's Slave One? Is Sla- it still Slave One? Yeah. 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 I think he's technically, Look, if has, you get super nerdy, has, he has four that has, are the same. Really? And he just like rotates them. No, I never heard that. I, I had never heard it either, but. A nerd informed me. Hmm. So there's Slave One, which is his father's, or Slave One, which I th- yeah was his father's back in the day. And then there's like Slave Two and Slave Three. This, he has this one has a, a, a crew quarter, a freaking a, gyroscopic crew quarters. How yeah, freaking with, cool is that? Well, the, the, really ship, nice the ship does the whole thing. Yeah, the ship moves when yeah. it flies. So it, the interior of it, it's like the just, most impractical design. 
for a ship ever. Why? Well, that and the Millennium Falcon. Oh, when you land flat, you walk in, and then when you take off, the whole interior just shifts with you. It's badass. I thought it was freaking cool. It's all right. I'm like, all right, dude. It's visually pleasing, much like Boba Fett himself. The whole thing is just some analogy for- Boba Fett has style. He does have style. That's it. Everything he does has style. Yes. Slave one included. I've always liked this ship. It's a really weird looking ship. Super I've always weird. thought it's like a shoe. It's always been kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, a, no, it's, a, it's an iron. Oh yeah. It is an iron. It's a huh? clo- yeah, yeah. Clothing iron. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's not my favorite ship in the star Wars universe, but like seeing the interior of it and how it kind of works, I thought it was super cool. Mm. I think they just made this up. Oh, for sure. They make everything. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they made all of this up. <laughs> well, yeah. well, well, no guys, I don't know if you ever had the original slave one toy no. growing up, but that's what the inside was where it was basically like, it was a gyroscopic thing. So that's awesome. This isn't new. No, they took that from the toy. Oh, I thought this was new. I, didn't I don't know remember that. that from the I toy. never, I wasn't, I didn't have, I don't remember if I, I don't, I don't remember, man, this Jack Daniels is kicking in. <laughs> I, uh, I don't you remember, guys remember that time. <laughs> um, I don't remember if I had a slave one. Mm-mm. I never did. The most I had was a, a Millennium Falcon. That's yeah. it. That was all. I never had the slave one. I had the slave one, Millennium Falcon, and the Tie Fighter. Nice. Oh, well, you're a spoiled shit. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> My toy collection. I really was. <laughs> I had like four Ninja Turtles, and I had to like make do. I had a mix- I, I had a GI Joe guy. I had to put a Stormtrooper helmet <laughs> Dude, on. Guys, for real. I had action figures of Captain Picard. <laughs> Did you really? And Data, and I had those guys, and I had like a handful of uh, Ninja Turtles that I used to make them fight. It was yep. pretty fun. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I was that poor. Would, I was would, broke. Yeah, we like, bought our stuff at yard sales. That works. Anyway, all right. So what happens next there, Kadish? All right. So the groups, the group arrives at Morak where they scan, where a scan reveals that there's a refinery there. Boba Fett postulates that they're refining Rhydonium, a highly volatile explosive chemical. The refinery is armed with anti-aircraft cannons and protected by a platoon of security forces. The group decides to hijack an Imperial juggernaut that delivers the Rhydonium to the facility. However, remnant bases like this are set up and run by ex-Imperial Security Bureau agents who can basically um, scan anyone who enters. The system flags anyone who shows up on the New Republic Register. So, the, you know, basically no one in the group can actually enter the facility except Mayfeld. Uh, the group doesn't trust Mayfeld enough to send him in on his own, but the others aren't able to pass the Imperial scan. So with no other option, the Mandalorian decides to accompany Mayfeld despite the risk of exposing his face and going against his Mandalorian creed. So I have two things to say about this. One, Boba Fett's explanation for why he can't join in is awesome. He's like, I'm sorry. I think <laughs> they might face. recognize my face. I'm like, oh, that's freaking clones. Like, it's just some stupid nerdy nerd yeah, stuff going kinda, on. Cool. But um, I, I like that. This is kind of where it starts falling apart for me. The whole plot line of why they had to get Bill Burr's character. Like, oh, he knows where this place is. He knows how to get in. He can access it, whatever. But then he's like, yeah, they scan my face. <laughs> well, we, and the only people that can get in are not on our our, our facial recognition system. People and, who are Imperials who he, are in the system. But, of course, but right. he's not an Imperial anymore. So what but do they used to be? He well, he is an, he's an Imperial. He's in a he's in a Republic jail. It doesn't mean he's not Imperial anymore. Yeah, but he left. Well, they they made he, it a big he's a mercenary. Uh, they made a big point. Both Shand and um, Cara Dune were giving him a hard time about being an Imperial. Yeah. Mm. Or having been an imperial, yeah, but I, I just I don't know. It seems thin. It's like, that, oh, you're a dirty Nazi, you scum. It seems thin to me that he's still like in the 
a okay the registry yeah yeah like if he's no if he's like right. a mercenary at this like, point there's, there's no flag on there that this guy tried to deserter. break somebody out yeah like, he's, a, he's a deserter from later on in the episode he talks about operation cinder which yeah. operation cinder took place not that long after return of the jedi yeah so like he's not been an imperial well, this, since this, that this is only five years after that I, well, all right well if he's still in there that's fine if they they just missed taking him out i'm, of not, the I'm not making excuses for it it's really poorly wait, wait, put together. It, it's five years after that. So yeah. Tamora Morrison is like five years younger. Yes. <laughs> in Return of the Jedi. Yes. Oh God. <laughs> Gained a lot of weight in five years. We're trying to do the math on this. Yeah. <laughs> Boba Fett is maybe 25 in, in a new home. He's been living high on no, the hog. No, that can't and, be right. Yeah. No, it's, it, it is. Well, no, no, no. That came in new hope. He's thirties in his thirties. Yeah, he, he was like 10 in Clone War. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And Clone Wars years. from Clone Wars to a he's, a, he's a teenager. 30, 30 he's a teen. years. He's like, like 40. A little less than that. But yeah. So there's an episode with him in, in Rebels where I think he's a young te or older so teenager. He, he could he's, be he's 35 or 40 in Empire. Yeah. Right? And then this is 20. I, I no, only this is, six years after that. Yeah. Seven, whatever. doesn't matter. But he was eaten alive in that process. And maybe that ages you a bit. Sure. <laughs> I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi's like 60 and he looks like he looks 80. terrible yeah <laughs> he is, does look terrible so people age weird in star wars it's well he smokes a lot of cigarettes <laughs> yeah cigarettes anyway so i like unfiltered the, 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 those death sticks really the death sticks. <laughs> on, yeah. hey, you want to you want to buy some death sticks yeah <laughs> go rethink your life oh man just out there all right go ahead Kish. what happens next this is actually one of the most exciting parts of this episode for me all right so cara dune mandalorian and mayfeld jump on top of a juggernaut as it's entering a tunnel and Dune takes out the two troopers driving the vehicle and Mayfeld and Mandalorian dress in their uniforms to disguise themselves. I thought this, this was a really funny bit where, um, you know, Alex had told us a story about how he went to go see Back to the Future in, in a radiation suit, how he was sweating. Yeah. And when, when uh, Bill Burr puts on one of the stormtroopers outfits, uh, he, he, he's like, oh, this guy's so sweaty. Like the gloves, are still, gloves are still wet. He's like, oh, this guy reeks. His gloves are still wet. <laughs> Dude, I was, I was laughing pretty hard at that. That was pretty funny. But this is interesting. Okay, so this is when they kind of get the setup going for uh, what happens with Mando later. Like Bill Burr's character, Mayfield, starts kind of tearing away at his mythology a little bit. Yeah. He's like, hey man, you know, when shit gets desperate. You mean he starts acting like a fan? <laughs> yeah. Like people, people's rules change. What's, the, what's your problem, man? It's like, what's, what's, the yeah. rules, what's the rules here? Yeah, he's, he's trying to pick apart at the, at the his, his uh, ideology, which is totally fair. That's fine. Yeah, when people get desperate, they start throwing things out the window that they don't really care about, even though they act like they care about that, them. Yeah, true. Okay, well, okay, so this is the, I thought about this question last night. The only reason Cara Dune went along with this right here, why did she have to even go with them? Why is she with them when they capture the Juggernaut? And, and she goes, she jumps in and beats them both up, and yeah. then yeah. They, but, but Mandalorian needed to hand his armor off to her so that okay. he could yeah. go on the mission. All right, I'll go with that. That's fine. Yeah. See, so he's like, "Hey, take care of this for me." And she's like, "Yeah, no problem." God, she's gorgeous. Hey, you look funny in that other helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Bilber just keeps poking at him. <laughs> Yeah, and Tom, um, we were talking about earlier how Bill Burr said that he'd only return if he could be racist towards Mando. <laughs> and and so like that scene where that scene where he says, like, you people, and by you people I mean Mandalorians. Yeah. Uh, like, like that, that, was, that was specifically because like Bill Burr um 
I do love Bill it. Burr. I yeah. do love Bill Burr. His whole catalog just cracks me up. He's hilarious. His voice is inside my head a no, lot. He, it really <laughs> is. Mine, mine too. The older I get, the more I'm like, Bill Burr is right. <laughs> he's never been wrong. And he's so good in this. Um, he, he's relatable. He did that thing, the, the King of Staten Island or something, right? And he actually had a, a, a major role. Um, he did some acting before that and it just didn't never really came well, together. He, he was in Breaking Bad. But that was a while ago, and I'm not going to say that was a good performance. I'm going to say what I saw from him here, even last season, it, it was, a for me, a forgettable character other than it's Bill Burr. And this one, okay, relatable, awesome. Yeah, they gave yeah. us some depth. I and felt him. Uh, yeah, I felt him, yeah, you know? We're, def- we're definitely going to see him again. So At yeah. this point, I hope so. Yeah. I didn't agree with you until until this episode. I'm like, okay, Bill Burr's a cool I, character. I know how Filoni works. He, he puts, He's gonna char- he puts characters in. That unless you actually physically see them die, they're going to show up in another episode. <laughs> yeah, it's like Game of Thrones mentality. I, if you yeah. didn't see them die, they didn't die. Well, I, speaking of Game of Thrones, I want to see a, a Brienne um, and... Uh, a Brienne of Tarth? Oh, is that what, like what, the Cara Dune and Mayweather yeah, thing? Yeah, okay. Cara yeah, Dune yeah. and Mayweather relationship like like Tormund and, and Brienne yes. in Game of Thrones. I'm down Wait, isn't that. Brienne of Tarth, isn't that... Um, Phasma. Phasma. Phasma yeah. Yeah. Can we get a Phasma? In well, this movie? Phasma in this like show? Six right now. No, like she, she's like, get a young she's like yeah. six foot four. No, <laughs> this is 25 years before the first order. Yeah. Now how old's Phasma? Give me 80. How old's Gwendolyn Christie? You give me 80. It's Star Wars, she's, she's dude. You never saw her face. Crazy alien <laughs> creature that could live 400 no, years. That's true. Know. She's a teenager at the most. Okay. Right now. Well, anyway, it doesn't she's, matter. Is that Benjamin Button so, planet? So. <laughs> that would be funny. So uh, Mando and Mayfeld begin driving the vehicle to the refinery. And unable to see properly, Mayfeld takes his helmet off and wonders how people see inside those things. It's Imperial <laughs> protocol. Yeah. I'm Bill Burr. I'm going to take my helmet off because <laughs> I if I have time. to do this whole episode with my helmet on, people are going to think it's somebody else under the helmet. <laughs> Smart. Yeah, yeah he Smart. begins giving Mando a hard time about always having to have his helmet on, <laughs> but the Mandalorian refuses to and, talk to him. And you know, Pedro Pascal is pissed off right now. <laughs> why? Because why is Bill Burr going to take his helmet off and he doesn't get to take his no. helmet off? This is the way. 100%. No. This is the way. 100%. Pedro doesn't care. He, he signed up for this. He fucking does he care. He shows up once every episode. Once episode every, every season. season to show up for work and he gets paid bank. The whole, the whole, <laughs> the, the whole controversy that over the show. Wait, you don't think that's him? Has been because Pedro... Hasn't been able to take his helmet off and show his pretty face. That's nonsense. And that terrible mustache. It's not. We'll talk about the mustache. <laughs> I don't think it's nonsense. It's nonsense, so. dude. He shows up for work one episode a season. I'm, I know. I'm not, I'm not saying he doesn't. He doesn't care. I'm not saying he doesn't. But it's probably why we get to see his face later on. No, that's no. not why. No, it's one one episode. He probably has it somewhere. Like, hey, I get to show my face as the main character once every season. Yeah, okay. But. Every I'm, time, I'm every okay other time. It. Wait, it's, it's, it's I John. Care. Did he take us home on the first season? Yes, at the uh, finale, yeah. last episode. Well, well, I don't remember that. that. IG-11 um, has to heal him because he got a head wound. So he takes off his helmet and uh, reveals his right. face for the first time. We're, we're, we're getting a little stuck in the mud. Yeah, let's let's keep right, let's so. keep rolling. What's, what happens next there, Kadesh? All right, so um, they see several wrecked juggernaut vehicles as they drive, and Mandalorian tells Mayfeld that so long as they drive steady, the Rhydonium will be stable and they'll <laughs> arrive to the refinery safely. Oh man, that right. Can, can, can I just say like how stupid it seems to be that um, a, such a volatile chemical is being driven 100% in, in a culture that has like, you know, shuttles and stuff. Like, like this is the first time I've seen a wheeled vehicle. But, but, <laughs> right. But, but even like, like, so like a, a unstable chemical, like for instance, nitroglycerin, mm-hmm. um, you can travel 
like at certain speeds and yeah. not disturb that, but it, but it's when it's jostled that it, you know, has like a, an issue. So why is it that they have to, they can't drive past like a certain speed until like, and, and, you know, if, if they do the Rhydonium's like, Oh no, that's too fast. Well, the Rhydonium doesn't like to go over 12 miles per hour. No, it's, it's the jostling it, thing. The faster you go, the more bumps you hit, the more jostling it gets, the and, and un, then, more unstable then, it becomes. Then why are they using treaded vehicles? Yeah. Like, I have why, no why, idea. Why How come when he stops, it immediately goes. Why does the empire have walkers? I don't know. On four legs that are easily tripped. It's just, it's part of the universe. I, I agree. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not here to nitpick, bro. I'm, 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 just because I'm looking at you doesn't mean I'm specifically Quit talking to you. Quit staring at me. <laughs> I point my direction to Tom. <laughs> Justify yourself. <laughs> Jesus. But, uh, he keeps acting like I'm yelling at him. But obviously all, all the uh, destroyed juggernauts points that. Yeah, there's danger ahead. Yeah, there's some trouble. Yeah. Which this is, I freaking love this part of the episode. I thought I had so much oh, fun with the watching. pirates. Yeah, it was so fun. So <laughs> as they pass through a village, Mayfeld remarks that no matter who the locals are, they see both the Empire and the New Republic as invaders. Uh, Mayfeld asks how the Mandalorians are different from the Empire, uh, reasoning that, you know, people born and raised on Mandalore and Alderaan, they believe in different things, but neither of them exist anymore because they were involved in all these stupid wars. And um, Mayfeld basically says that he's a survivor and a realist, just like the Mandalorian, and that, you know, they're not too dissimilar. Dude, he's spitting some straight truths. Well, yeah, I took that as like, you know, it doesn't matter uh, if you're a Republican or a Democrat. It's the same shit, bro. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. at all. All, all <laughs> roads lead to the end. Like, it, it's just, it's a really cool little. Definitely yeah. some allegories and, going on. Yeah. 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 Everybody has their convictions and all those things <laughs> yeah. uh, until yeah. you're put to the and, test. And for yeah. somebody like Bill Burr and people, libertarians are like, it oh, doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. You guys matter. are all the same to me. Yep. Like, I, I 100% see his character's point of view. And I kind of agree with it, which is probably why I love it. Cause he was him. a hard, I mean, he was a hardliner at one time, yeah, right? He was yeah. In, until uh, he saw what happened. Was he an officer or was he just Imperial? Uh, he was a Imperial sharpshooter. Whatever so that means. He's like a special yeah. forces, but he could have been an officer. We don't, we don't really know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he could have been really, really into it at one point. Yeah. And now he's seeing it yeah. you know, from the outside. Like, is this worth it? Is yeah. it what's worth it? And he's seeing, and he's being, you know, imprisoned by the new Republic, which is like, also who are these people? Just villagers. Okay, They're but natives. I know, but all the pirates. Who are the pirates? Because they look very different. Yeah, are, yeah, exactly. a whole different race. That was a whole other question. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. So the Mandalorian <laughs> says that the two of them are nothing alike. But Mayfeld comments that Mando's, who the pirates in the in the villagers? <laughs> no. no, no, Bill Burr oh, and oh, Mandalorian. Because Bill Burr was trying to draw. A yeah, I know, man. Them. I'm just messing with you. So uh, Mayfeld comments that the Mando's rules uh, start to change when he gets desperate, and Mayfeld asks Mando about his rule for not showing his face. And adds that everyone is the same because they have lines that they don't cross until things get messy. Yep. And Mayfeld says that as long as people can make it through the day and sleep at night, they're just, they're doing just fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with Bill on this one. No, Bill Burr's right. Mayfield. Sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, but it does beg the question is like, is the creed that he can't show his face or that he can't take his helmet off? I think it's just, he's not supposed to show his face. But yeah. But what's the point of it all? I think it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's what he's pointing out. The flaws. What did, what ideology. did the armor ask him when he's like, has anybody ever seen your face? Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Like, can he yeah. just put a bandana on and still fulfill his credo? Or does he have to have a helmet? That's does, a good question. Is he allowed to show his ears? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Can a, would a COVID face mask work? Yeah. Is that enough? <laughs> I don't know. And sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. That's, that's the whole point of this. But that's the point. He's yeah. poking holes through yeah. the ideology. And that's yeah. kind of a great setup for what happens later on it's, the episode. It's literally how I live my life. Just <laughs> poking just holes in his ideology. I'm fine. Everything <laughs> I'm doing is fine. Let me just poke holes in your ideology. <laughs> don't, don't, don't look at me. Don't look at me. I'm talking about you. Oh, man. It was good. It was a nice setup. I like this, uh, this little back and forth they had. It is good. Okay, real quick, before we dive super deep into this next scene, uh, let's take a quick break to listen to some sponsors. Um, all right, so next uh, we get the exciting part. Yeah, so then the juggernaut ahead of them blows up, and their vehicle is, is boarded by a group of, uh, of figures riding repulsor lifts, and they're trying to detonate the Rhydonium, and the Mandalorian is forced to exit the cockpit and fight off the raiders. Um, though outnumbered, Mando is able to hold off the attackers, until five repulsor crafts full of raiders appear, all of them yeah. holding thermal So this detonators. is, um, so I know I, people have joked that like Mando's been kind of like useless the last couple of episodes where he, yeah. like, other people are kind of showing him up. I felt like this was his moment to shine. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Like he was a badass dude taking these guys on hand-to-hand combat. I love that the Imperials freaking weapons are just trash. Yeah. Like his, his, his gun stops working at a certain point, like it's run out <laughs> of ammo or something. He just... He throws it at the guy. His armor is completely ineffective. Oh, well, yeah. No, I didn't get that his armor was completely ineffective. I was just going to say, at least they show that his armor isn't made out of plastic. Yeah. Because he well, takes a couple of good hits and he, they get some deflection off. From the uh, what I like about it is that when he took that hit on the shoulder, the shoulder actually just shattered. Yes. And it's, it's like a, you can see like his character is used to wearing that Baskar where he mm-hmm. just takes hits and he doesn't even phase them. But now he's kind of like realizing like, oh, I don't have my freaking armor on. I got to be more right. careful. But I, I just, this whole scene was so much fun. I thought it was so well shot. I, it was, it's gorgeous. It looks so much better than last episode. Last episode looked cheesy and looked cheap and looked like a fan film. This yeah, looks yeah, like looked, a freaking movie. Yeah, last episode, very CW-y. Yes. <laughs> this one's very much, we put money in this Yes, uh-huh. exactly. I, I'm so glad that they went back to this style. I don't know what the heck Rodriguez's issue Wait, what, was last Oh, well, The last one was on the mountaintop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like... It, I nitpicked. I really nitpicked on that one that the laser blast, when they hit the stormtroopers, there was no physical evidence that they got hit. It was just a CGI red streak. In this episode, every hit has like a glowing ember and there's like black smoke and like people are getting actually hit with something. You know, you know, it's funny, you know, because we, we are watching the episode again as we go along and talk about this. And uh, I had this feeling the first couple of times I've seen this episode is these, these alien, these pirate guys. Yeah. They remind me of an alien from like the Orville or Star Trek or something. Oh yeah. With the yeah. practical like face. Yeah, yeah. 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 They do. They look, I don't, I don't know. What are they? Do you like them? Oh, I have no idea. I, I'd have to look like, at like Wikipedia or something. Yeah. They're probably pretty new specific to this planet that we've never been to before. So my biggest problem with this scene uh, where Mandalorian is basically fighting off all these Raiders as they're trying to get to the Rhydonium. These are the good guys. Yeah. Yeah. Mandalorian's the pirates? killing good guys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, to call them pirates is not necessarily accurate because what they're trying to do is they're trying to prevent the empire from getting this Rhydonium. They're the ones who are actually fighting to protect the planet and the villages and the people on the planet. And Mando's just like freaking well, killing but all of them. are they? Because okay. these aren't the same as the villagers. These, yeah, for these, all, these for could all, be people they're just not, trying- They're not trying to steal the Rhydonium. They're, they're trying, trying to, to destroy it. it. They're the ones who are destroying these Imperial juggernauts. Is is it possible to say these are the natural inhabitants of the planet and they're pretty much just against anybody invading? So we really are just watching 
Uh, oh, Mando's killing a continued genocide of yeah. Other there, people. There's yeah. a lot of headcanon going on right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, like at some point, could he just be like, "Hey, I'm not an imperial. Can we just like chill on this one, bro?" No, there's no words being discussed. I, 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 yeah. I also like how they're so surprised that there's an actual imperial trooper who's competent enough to take them all. On. <laughs> <laughs> like they've never run into this. No, before. no, they've been able to destroy each and every single one that's come out before, except for this one dude is just a complete badass. I, but you bring up a good point. Though. No, I will admit that I, I thought the same thing the first time I saw this then i didn't care anymore because you know it's just turned off your brain (laughs) it's a good point though because yes he is fighting the good guy so he's he's essentially murdering these people specifically just to save baby yoda well it's either he dies or they die yeah yeah it's him or them at this point so you can't i mean you can look at it in both ways there's no real good person in this scenario it's just uh but, but, but I mean, that, that's one of my problem, <laughs> but problems that's all, with this episode is how many good guys did Mandalorian kill? But that's only if you think episode. about it. If you don't think about it, it's fine. <laughs> you can't think about this show. No, but I mean. You just can't. That's becoming the problem. And that's that's going to be a problem going forward for me. Like, really? If I if, if things start sticking out too much, it drives me insane. Oh, no. For, for all I care, these freaking dudes. Yes, they're trying to destroy the Rydonian. But for all we care or I know. These guys are just like terrorists of the area and they're, they do this to everybody. Well, that's and they're just like, they're like Vikings. There's no proof in the episode. Of no, that, there is no. And, and, and also they, if yeah. I were an Imperial officer, I'd be immediately suspect of such a competent uh, trooper. <laughs> yeah. So, so like the minute that they who, showed up, who, I, I, who, I, old brown eyes. Yeah. The, the minute they showed up at the Imperial base, if I was an officer there, I'd be like, hmm, something suspicious is going on. No, like, Cause none of our minions are this competent. Like you didn't miss a shot. <laughs> And you physically beat up 30 days. <laughs> and, and you actually, I mean, I mean, we, we saw Cara Dune, one woman, take out two of these guys. In whoa, the whoa, yeah, but she snuck whoa. up on them. She snuck up. But, but the, what's the, a woman got to do with the, it? The, the thing is, is like, these guys are basically Sexist. like glorified, so, glorified truck drivers where she basically well, that's true. knocked their helmets together and somehow managed to knock them no, out. Man, he, yeah, go, but he goes to the UFC gym on weekends. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. But the uh, whole the whole troopers getting knocked out while they have helmets on that's just a that's a thing that's th- been true. That, that that bugs me though. Does it? It really does. It happens in every show. Like, like if you punch someone in a helmet, <laughs> they're not going to feel that punch. No, they're not. You know. But this is a this is just a thing you have to accept with Star Wars. Like yes. they did it in Rogue One. They do it every anytime you see somebody beat up a stormtrooper. It's it's Star Wars. Yeah, I don't I don't care. Stormtroopers yeah, get beat up. It doesn't matter. So as the Juggernaut is forced to slow down while approaching the bridge, um, two Tie Fighters arrive and strafe the pirate craft, saving Mandalorian and Mayfeld. And the Stormtroopers and Shore Troopers advance on the surviving pirates, uh, gunning them down in cold blood. Yep, murder those pirates. <laughs> They're all. <dead. laughs> I love this scene. It was great. This scene is so good. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's you get it from the other angle, you know, because uh, the bad guy always thinks they're the good guy, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah and, and Nazis even, thought they did the right thing. Even, even Mayfeld is like, "Have you ever thought you'd be relieved to see stormtroopers?" Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Not missing a shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, the one episode in the entire Mandalorian series where stormtroopers <laughs> actually hit their targets. We all yeah. know. Yeah, we yeah. all know that stormtroopers are extremely competent when it comes to anybody but the uh, well, main characters. Right, but are the these show. like regular stormtroopers? Well, no, they got shore troopers. Well, they got they all kinds of different. Yeah, troopers they're all. Yeah. Anytime there's like a um, a uh, <laughs> tropical planet, you get these little like gray 
Uh, yeah. Not gray. Uh, was beige. Beige uh, stormtroopers. Yeah, the short. <laughs> Mauve is a color. They're called it? shore troopers in, in Rogue oh, One. Scary. Oh, there's Look a, at there's a regular guy. Yeah, there's a regular guy. Yeah. No, I, I, I kind of like it. I like that they're growing the mythology and, and more than just the white stormtroopers. It's cool. I like that kind of stuff. Mix it up. Yeah. Well, we had clone troopers last episode. So what? When, when yeah, they, had, they had clone troopers. They had the yellow. They had the red. They had the blue. Oh, no. They weren't clones, no, but they did have clones. different ranks. How yes. do you know? Because oh my God. we know. I'm so tired of having this conversation. How do you know? <laughs> because we know. <laughs> Sir, thinking and knowing are two completely Listen, different things. In the year 25 yeah. BBY, yeah. BBY, BBY, they quit you. BBA? Whatever. Before Battle of Yavin. There, there was wow. a lot of talk last episode <laughs> about yeah. the Mandalorian <laughs> basically <laughs> killing clones of himself. Yeah. You know, uh, as, as the stormtroopers, but. Again, it, it's one of those things where it's like, we don't know. We just don't if know. If you want to go super nerdy in canon, the Emperor had stopped using clones shortly after Order 66, and we went on to recruiting people from planets that they had taken over. That's the in canon explanation. Yeah. Don't you know anything? My God. I because didn't play that video game. Be, honestly, because <laughs> it was cheaper than continuing to create the clones, is to just recruit people. It's less yeah. expensive, it's which we all know. The same reason they have no guardrails because, like, they're super we cheap. all know that the empire is <laughs> super cheap. <laughs> they needed all the money for the Death Star. All right, now that I've Moving explained on. that for the fifteenth millionth time. Right, so when Mayfeld and Mandalorian drive into the refinery, they're greeted like heroes, and once inside, they set out to find a terminal which is located in the officers' mess. However, Mayfeld refuses to enter the mess hall once he recognizes an officer there named Valen Hess. Mayfeld used to serve under Hess and is afraid he'll recognize him. Yeah. So the Mandalorian can't convince Mayfeld to proceed. Therefore, he takes the data stick to do it himself. But Mayfeld tells him that in order to access the network, the terminal has to scan his face. All right. So first off. <laughs> oh, I know. I took, I took a when, deep when, breath. When, 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 they, when they arrive here, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, so Bill Burr's got his helmet off. Mm -hmm. Is there nobody in this massive group of Imperials here that are like, Hey, that's not Joe getting out of <laughs> is that transport Bill? 553. Is that Bill Burr? <laughs> Why? No. Who's that guy? Oh, no. Salute, 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 salute. It's like, hey, I've never seen you before in my life. Dude, they all wear helmets. They, they no don't idea. wear helmets all the time. <laughs> they, they do. Yeah, they apparently sleep, they do. They yeah, they're in, the, the, they're in the mess hall. They go, they go, in, helmets, they go in their dude. barracks and sleep with their helmets on. Mando does. It, it, Come on. It, it's funny, like, like <laughs> later on, jumping ahead a little bit, but later on when, you know, things go sideways and um, they see, like, a short trooper standing there with, like, his, <laughs> his cup his, on his tray. Yeah, yeah, yeah his lunch tray. <laughs> his He's still cafeteria. wearing his helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it, dude. It's so funny. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, this this is kind of where the show, I mean, it kind of starts falling apart here with the whole, like, okay, what are the rules here? So the reason why they brought Bill is because he was the only one who was able to access the Imperial yes. network. Well, then well, he, he knew the protocols. To accomplish what? They gotta to, have to, a space. to find Moff Gideon's. You know. Is that what it is? Because why, why is it in the cafeteria? <laughs> exactly. It's just any terminal. Well, well, it, well, he, he can access. He needed an internal Imperial terminal to find the coordinates of Moff Gideon's ship. Now, yeah. Now, here's some questions, and th this is another reason why this show. Should we get a whiteboard going? My <laughs> we should, yes. I, like, no this kidding. Was, like, I don't know if I've said this or not yet, but this was my least favorite episode of the season so far. And it's simply because there are so many, like, huge plot mm. logic fallacies in, in the show. Mm. Um, I'm not sure I could call them plot holes, but they're definitely stupid. Inconsistencies? Yeah. Yeah. So, for, first of all, Bill Burr sees, you know, Hess, and he's afraid Hess might recognize him. The Night King? Right. Yeah, the, yeah, Night, the King. Night King. So, why doesn't Bill <laughs> Burr... Really? 
Yeah, that's awesome. Why doesn't Bill Burr go back to the juggernaut, get his helmet, put his helmet on, and then walk in and use that terminal? Second of all, you mean to tell me in this huge imperial base, there's only one terminal? Uh-huh. And it's in the officer's actually, cafeteria. Well, yeah, you know, it's, like it's you, the, can't, uh, you can't go somewhere else and find another terminal? It's, yep. the, it's the employee, all the people that don't have computer. It's the it's the computer that all the employees that don't have an iPad or The shared own, workstation? They can yeah. go and like log on to their HR account. But, but if he's... <laughs> And okay. Right. If Bill Burr is so worried about being recognized, why can't he just go and find a different terminal where Hess isn't in the vicinity? Yeah. I mean, if, okay. So if you're under a, and you're doing some kind of crazy like espionage, you're sneaking into some place you're not supposed to be, you might not think like maybe I should go spend more time in this place that I'm not supposed they to. They literally be. got applause as they drove in. <laughs> like, 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 and, and they it's were like, yes, and, you guys <laughs> made it. You're the only ones that made it today. Yeah, and, and with their helmets, with their helmets on, nobody knows who the heck they are. Yeah. So, so, so like the fact that Bill Burr can't just put on a, his helmet that he has and like go and access the officer's mess terminal is a huge plot. hole. Yeah. It's a opinion. convenience. I don't know if it's a plot hole. It's just a convenience. Well, it's, it's one of those things where as a writer, yeah. you ask yourself, why can't he do that? Yeah. And why yeah, doesn't this, he do that? Well, I just, my, my be, thing be, with this. Because this whole thing is a contrivance to get Mandalorian to yeah. do it. This, mm-hmm. this whole scene. Yeah. You know, it falls I've, apart. I've, it I've said it a million times. I'm watching this entire series with my brain yeah. turned off. See, okay. It's so the only way I can enjoy it. This scene is horrible. It really <laughs> it's, is. it's really, really bad. And yeah, Except the, the, for when the, they sit down at the table. The, the whole thing where. Burr won't go in there and then, oh, well, you got to go in because you have, you, they can't do it without a face scan. Yeah. And then, oh, well, why is Mando's <laughs> face in the it's, registry? It's literally, you know, it's, no, it's, it's just anybody with a face. Bullshit. Like, oh, good. You're uh, human. No. So the, the reason why I don't no, think no, this is no, a real no, reason. Like, like you're thinking about this, your iPhone face technology yeah. is yeah. more secure than the empire's yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, like high end military technology. Yeah. No, it's so, so like the fact that the Mandalorian can go in there and remove his helmet and have his face scanned. Yeah. And not set off in what? Because you would think that, like, as uh, long as you're not in the system, you can find out anything. Exactly. You want. exactly. The only yeah. this what this told me was is that Mando is in the system. You think they're going to so go he's that in direction? The, that he's an imperial. But he's, from, 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 he's he was a child. Past. He was a child in his. Well, they just did it. <laughs> they, they just fucking okayed him getting this secret information yeah. from the computer because his face scan. Was cleared by the Imperial Network. No, so mm. from the way I read this is that because he's not flagged as like an enemy of the Empire, yeah, they let it go. But That's you nonsense. would you would think that you know they would have everyone in the space kind of like you know you have to be in the system. Yeah. yeah, you would be yeah. in the system. Well, I was about to show you my work ID. It's nonsense. Yeah, it's, a, it's a thing. <laughs> it's, you swipe it. Yeah, this is complete nonsense. I completely yeah. understand with you, but. Well, it, it was all just a, a way to get Mando to take off his helmet so we could yeah. see Pedro Pascal. So my problem is that there are just so many plot contrivances and, and issues in this episode that don't make any sense Yeah. Um, that, you, you know, I can't overlook them. Okay. I can't just sit back, turn off my brain, and enjoy the episode because they're so glaring. Okay. And yes. they just pop out. At they're pretty bad. I thought they were less glaring than previous episodes. I genuinely, genuinely feel like <laughs> this episode was the shoehorn episode. They're like, we have to get this, 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 this done. Just, just write something. Get it in there. I, that's every episode. Like, like I, I know, but I really felt it in this. episode. I felt it more in the Frog Lady episode. I, I, I felt like this yeah. episode was entirely contrived because they needed to show Pedro Pascal's face, 
and the, the whole there's better ways of doing there, it. There are much yeah. better ways yeah. of doing it. He could have got hit in the head and the, and, and the stormtrooper helmet comes off. And you're like, oh, well, there's his head. I, like, okay. Last season, I would have liked that. Last yeah. season, he was literally willing to die than show his face. Yes. And in this episode, it's just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Well, no, I think he's just like, I have to figure out how to get baby Yoda back. So I, it, it's this is the, the payoff to the setup where... But, he pokes holes in his ideology. Well, I think he's- Like, when yeah. are you willing to bend your rules? But, but again, he didn't have to bend his rules. They could have found a different terminal. They could have put a helmet on Bill Barr. <laughs> they could have done any number of things where he didn't have to remove his helmet. Mm. Okay? I that, think I think he's having here. I think he's having a bit of a crisis of a- Well, yeah, because even of, Bo-Katan was like, yeah, oh, you're part of that crazy he's, cult. He's figured out that he's part of the and, extremist. And I feel yeah. like this episode- Okay, okay. I, I can lean more towards you on that one. I feel, yeah, okay. I feel right. like this episode is is- kind of leading us towards a, a place where he can remove his helmet. Yeah. Um, right. So so that we can see more of Pedro Pascal. But I hate <laughs> that because to me, like I gave this show a lot of props for keeping the main character in his helmet. The, the anonymity of it. Yeah. And he just looks way less impressive when he doesn't have a helmet on. Because <laughs> he's got that weird molester mustache. <laughs> you guys watch Rick and Morty? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the season three, I think, where, where they go to the post-apocalyptic earth and yeah. she's dating the guy and he's a death stalker <laughs> and he takes his helmet off. She's like, oh, it's a mustache. <laughs> yeah. It's the way America felt when they saw Pedro's stupid mustache. Right. But, what but, happens but it's after? like, why maintain a mustache if no one ever sees your face? It's so tight and clean, too. It's not. Know. It's, it's just his personal thing. Like, like, why wouldn't you have a full beard or at least like be clean shaven? Like, what's know. the point of having a mustache? I don't know. When does he have time to do either? You have to groom a beard. He's Unless raising he's, a, he's you raising don't, a you child. You don't have to groom a beard, Guys, actually. We're talking about his fucking facial hair here. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what people like to talk about. <laughs> Every man in this room has a beard. What is your problem? Yeah. I, yeah, can yeah, we I talk work, about facial hair? I, I, whiskey? Work, I really trim it up a lot. <laughs> so the Mandalorian <laughs> enters the officer's mess and logs into the terminal. However, he has to take off his helmet to allow the scanner yeah. to scan his face, which again makes no sense. Yeah. No sense. After finding the location of Gideon's cruiser, Balan Hess approaches and demands to know what the Mandalorian's designation is. Best freaking scene. Mando is unable to answer, yeah. but before he's revealed, Mayfeld arrives and helps him out, and Hess invites them to, uh, to join him at his table for a drink. Yeah. So the, the guy who was afraid to be recognized to refuse to go and get the terminal two seconds later comes in. And confronts the and guy. confronts the guy so directly who he was afraid would recognize. How I thought this was was going to happen or did happen was like, he saw this dude and he's like, there's no way I, he's going to recognize me. What if he recognizes me? It was like a big, what if, but then yeah. when he sees Mando being confronted and he kind like, of, Oh, he's going to blow it. I he has, he has no choice. He has to confront right. him. That's he how has, I too. There's a risk assessment here. Yeah. Early on, the risk is what if he sees me? That's not worth the risk. Later on, it's like, well, shit, now it's worth the risk. My, my, the my issue wasn't with Bill Burr having to come in and intervene. Yeah. Because we he he kind of had to. I don't feel like he there was a choice there. Yeah. My my whole issue was if Mando could just like show his face, or if anybody can just show their face and get the information, what do we need Bill Burr for in the first place? That's place? yeah. That's my biggest problem with this episode is why did we have to bring Bill there Burr? There was on this no whole thing reason to bring Bill Burr if he could they, just access they the terminal. Need, they wouldn't even know about this terminal if it wasn't for Bill Burr. That's so well, then they go to the prison planet and they go, say, "Hey man, where's the terminal?" And they <laughs> yeah, leave and him just there. leave him there. He didn't want to go anyway. <laughs> Yeah, the, the bringing them bringing him along was was pretty convenient just so that they could yeah. have Bill Burr in the episode. I do agree with that. But after this, after this scene where they get confronted by the officer, I think when they sit down at that that table and have that drink together, 
God damn, what a good freaking scene that is. Very that, Tarantino. Oh, yeah. yeah that's Tarantino I was going to say that that was the, the Inglorious Bastards. It's a very yeah. Inglorious Bastards. Yes. You, you realize what just happened there, right? What's that? There he is. is Look is at that, that beautiful a, man. Yeah, yeah. Why would you um, hide that face? I wouldn't even say that the much. That's just like, I haven't shaved in a while. Bill, that that is a grown man. He's like 40 years old. That's the best he can do. How dare you? No. (laughs) Are we done talking about his stupid mustache? Yes, we're done talking about the mustache. Um, Are we? Are we? (laughs) Shut up, Tom. (laughs) Bill Burr's Burr's side character guest star. Because Bill Burr's beard is not very good. It's really not. It's really not. But uh, his character in this show just got more character development Mm -hmm. than the entire trilogy gave to... uh, Oh yeah, Operation Cinder. You know what happened to his family and his friends, and the killing and, of ten thousand people. Time. Yeah, it was the the dialogue in this scene was fantastic. Yeah, it was great. It was, it and was and good. Bill, I think, pulled out all the stops. Triple A, right there. That he's so, he's so good. From this point on, Bill Burr is he he carries the whole show. So it's, it's so, so good. Yeah, so real so quick, good. after they're invited to join Hess for a drink uh, outside, Shand and Dune are scoping out the anti air cannons, and they're going to have uh, to um, just destroy these cannons in order for Fett to make the extraction. And they're wondering what's taking Mando and Mayfeld so long. And it turns out that they're having a drink with the, the Night King, <laughs> uh, the actor who played the Night King anyway. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so the Mandalorian and Mayfeld are having drinks with Hess and Mayfeld brings up Operation Sender, recalling that he served under Hess and took part in destroying an entire city and all of its inhabitants, along with Mayfeld's entire division of five to 10,000 people were also wiped out. Tom, you're not super duper deep into the Star Wars lore. Do you know what Operation Cinder is? How dare you? No, I do not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Operation Cinder is a deep cut from the video games and or books where after the Empire fell and the second Death Star was destroyed, uh, the Empire had like a standing order in the case of his death that it would basically just scorch Earth. Everything, Everything that had to do with the Empire just gets completely demolished and it gets reduced to a small core amount of people who are super loyal. And that's what Operation Cinder is. And I think that's what's like he was in uh, uh, Mayfield was in the military in the empire and he watched his entire planet just get completely scorched by the people that he had given his life to serve. So that's where that animosity comes from. And that's where this whole like obviously that officer was the one who made the call to scorch Earth, whatever planet they were on. So. It's a pretty dark uh, little synopsis and a little, you know, backstory they, to Mayfield's they didn't character. Make, they didn't make a movie about that one. No, they should have. <laughs> I saw I saw Platoon. It was, it, it, you, don't, you don't need to make those kind of movies. You don't need to. But anyway, I just thought this this scene was great. I had a ton of fun with it. and, and uh, Well, it's, it's kind of funny because like when um, Hess asks what they should toast to and Bill Burr says Operation Cinder, from that moment on, I'm like, he's going to shoot him. He's going to kill him. And yeah. Gonna oh, yeah. Shoot, shoot Why are you rolling your eyes at that? It's it, completely... It's fine. It's pretty it's, Star Warsy. Well, not just Star Warsy, but it's just action it's movie. A, it, yeah, it's well, an action movie trope. Well, it, it's it's kind of funny because if you watch The Mandalorian or Pedro Pascal in that scene, like the minute that Bill Burr starts engaging with Hess, there's a look on his face where he's like, he knows exactly where it's going, just like I knew where it was going. Yeah. Where he's like, he's going to kill the bad guy. He's going to screw everything up. We're going to have to shoot our way out of here. Yeah. And it's, it's just... it. He even does the whole little not the shake. He's like, stop right now, please. <laughs> like, you're going to screw this up. He, he does it. Cage like, is right. But I didn't think that was a bad thing. I was like, that's Man. just like normal action it's not, movie writing. It's not necessarily I, I didn't bad. Ex- I didn't expect him to walk It's predictable. No, the intensity is good. Uh, this, from here on out, it's a good episode. I mean, yeah, like, like, we, like, can, we can definitely tear this episode This is apart. the most powerful scene in the episode. Because, because this is where Bill Burr actually, actually shines. Where he's, oh, yeah. Where he's facing down mm-hmm. like like his, his, his own demons and the guy that he blames for ruining him on the empire. Like he deserted after, after this. And th- this is, you know, his, his big, 
climactic character moment, you know, and he nailed it. Yeah. Like the scene was great. Yeah. It's everything surrounding the scene that wasn't great. You know, like, like, like <laughs> the this, lead up. Yeah, yeah. Th- this scene could have been so much more poignant. Why are they sitting there? If everything made sense, that's that, that led got up to them it. to this point. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can see what you're saying there. Uh, okay, so what happens after this? All right, so um, basically, Hess has a small speech about how um, it was a small sacrifice for the greater good. He says that the empire is getting stronger as the new republic is in disarray. And that the Rhydonium that they mine is going to create havoc on planets that will make them turn to the Empire once again. And he points out, and this was probably the most chilling line for me in, in this entire show, that people want order more than freedom and that people will welcome them back with open arms. Yeah. And I think that that's very relevant to what's going on, you know, in, mm-hmm. in the world today. Mm-hmm. And it's scary as hell. And Mayfeld then takes out his gun, shoots him and kills him. Yeah. It is very poignant. And I like the, the I like the idea that this is what loyalists of the empire think like we are providing order for people and anything less yeah. than that is just chaos. And order and is more important than freedom. Than free, yeah, exactly. And that's like the antithesis of all the empire believes in. It's and the I antithesis think, of 2020. You're not wrong at all. Yeah. This is, yeah, like <laughs> the, the COVID lockdown. You just, just slapped like, me in with, with my own face mask on there. <laughs> yeah. they're, not, they're not being subtle here. No, they're not. Well, I don't know. Do you guys really think <laughs> it's like a commentary on real world 100%, events? Because this was filmed, what, last year? Um, it filmed like a month ago. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this is just general. I think no, no. We're, we're putting our own spin on it because this has so. been the freaking yeah. This the, the well, filming pe- for people this read the Bible. Season, people read the Bible today the filming, because it relates. The mm. filming for this entire season was done before COVID yeah. hit. So um, okay, but, so then we May- get the, the great escape. Yeah, so Mandalorian and Mayfeld then have to shoot their way out of the refinery, climbing out of the officers' mess uh, window to make it to the roof. Uh, Shand and Dune start covering them with their sniper rifles. They take out the anti-aircraft guns, which allow Boba Fett to fly in with Slave One and pick up Mandalorian and Mayfeld. As they fly away, Mayfeld takes a cycler rifle uh, and fires at the juggernaut uh, on, on the roof, which ignites the Rhydonium, causing a massive explosion that destroys the entire refinery. And Dune and Shand are up there like, damn, that's, that was a good shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of... they. They were suspicious of him, like you mentioned, yeah. throughout this entire episode. Until now, they're like, oh, okay. It kind of shows, like, what side he's really on. So they were, they were, you know, impressed and happy that he did that. I thought the escape was great. It was a lot of fun. It looks gorgeous. The practical effects work. Yeah. Uh, the shootout is fun. I, I have no issues with this whatsoever. And then um, can we talk about Boba Fett with the, well, with the rescue? Well, well just oh, a sure. second, because I, I want to point out that this is the second time that we've seen an entire uh, Imperial base destroyed by like one thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like back, back when, um, when they were in the cloning facility on Navarro, mm-hmm. they did the exact same thing where like, they just set the core to, to overload or whatever. Yeah. Overload. Thank you. And the entire base is destroyed. And this one, it's like they shoot one of the Rhydonium um, vehicles and boom, the entire thing is destroyed. I mean, that stuff is very explosive. There were several vehicles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there were several. I mean, there were, but it just seems very convenient. Oh, that's super convenient. Everything it's, about this episode is convenient. It's a, very, it's a very volatile mineral. Yeah. I mean, at least <laughs> hence, it's set up. Hence the, the nine-wheeled vehicle it, driving them around. At anywhere. least it's set up better than the freaking facial recognition stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, so, um, it, in addition to picking up Mando and Mayfeld. Look at um, Bill Burr's athleticism. Yeah. Boy, that jump, boy. You ever <laughs> jump? As a grown man, have you jumped? Yeah. It's, uh, it's not as far as you think you're going to go. 
Two TIE fighters pursue Slave One, but Boba Fett dispatches them with a seismic charge and a healthy dose of Memba Berries. Memba Berries. Memba Berries. Yeah. That's where I know that weapon from. It's remember, a seismic yeah. charge from, uh, episode, from episode, episode, episode two, two right? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the... Oh, and yeah. I, like, as soon as I saw those TIE fighters going after him, I was like, he's going to seismic yep. charge them. And sure, <laughs> yeah. enough, sure enough, there it is. Everybody yes. in there. Everybody who's a Star Wars fan made the sound effect in their head before. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's such a... Rem- that scene is very cool. It was very cool, Look, very cool. the prequels were pretty, but they were not good. Oh, no, totally. <laughs> like, episode two especially was like Visually the Visually pleasing. That's a, that's a yeah. whole other show, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did like this. It was kind of cool. It was a lot of fun to remember. I was like, yeah. ooh, yeah, that's it, a cool... Yeah, it was. It was awesome. I yeah. love the, this, how when uh, Bob was trying to evade this tar- the TIE fighters and he's like jostling the ship around, the guys in the back are just like getting flown around all over this freaking place. It was a lot of fun. It was great. I didn't. I have no complaints about this. Yes, it's a member berry. Yes, it's freaking fan service. But I mean, I thought Whoa. it. Fit. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> it's gorgeous. The show looks better than because it's in an atmosphere. You could actually hear the yes. the yeah. chart, Whereas in space, yeah, yeah. it makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, you, mean, you, you mean fire and sound don't exist in space? No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no air well, to compress. Well, uh, previously, a couple episodes ago, when uh, Mando was confronted those by those two X wings. He's sitting in his cockpit and you can hear the X-Wings open up their wings. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's so, turn brain off. Yeah, turn Don't brain Don't worry about it. So, so the team rendezvous in a forest clearing and Mayfeld thinks that he's headed back to the scrap heap to serve his sentence. But Dune and Mando have had a change of heart and decide to let him go, saying that he was, quote unquote, killed in the refinery explosion. And Slave One takes off, leaving Mayfeld behind a free man. Dune asks if Mandalorian got the coordinates to Moff Gideon's ship, and he says he did. And Dune asks what their next move is. Now, and, I, I had kind of a problem with them just leaving a guy who knows yeah, Imperial I, protocols I on too. this planet. Right. Like, they're, building, they're building a super team. As opposed like, to like mm. taking him with them to to assault an Imperial cruiser. Yeah, go get him his little like cool predator thing back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? the, yeah. Third, the third arm was cool. Yeah. yeah, the third arm was cool. Yeah, but he, he I guess he only agreed to come back for one episode because they couldn't make him any more racist. I, I don't know why they would leave what? him. I'm kind of bummed out too. You keep saying racist. Is that is that written down somewhere? Can I read, can I read <laughs> that quote? <laughs> I got you know, it. Like, it was. It was. I insist he, on he, racism. He, well, he said he wanted to be racist towards Mando um, no. specifically. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, I thought it was super. At the time, I didn't really think about it because, again, brain off. But um, like l- thinking about it now, like, why would you just leave this dude in some random planet? Yeah, like, he's, he's not even from there. He's like, gonna go hang out with those villagers. Yeah, what's he gonna yeah, do? Right, he's right. gonna go hang out with the pirates that he just helped kill. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know what's plus, going on. Plus, here. there's a bunch of, of of Imperials that are still on that planet. Yeah, yeah. that are probably gonna be looking for <laughs> them. Yeah, they're pissed. Yeah, it doesn't. It's just because yeah. they gotta get rid so, of. So. Final scene on Moff Gideon's cruiser. Moff Gideon receives a transmission from the Mandalorian, which echoes the words that Gideon had said to him on Navarro at the uh, final episode of last season. Yeah. And you have a problem with this? I do have a problem with this. Oh, yeah. Because because you're basically announcing that he's coming for Moff Gideon. Uh Uh-huh. And so, like... (laughs) You know, they're going to be prepared yes. for us. <laughs> what? They, yes. They, they totally get rid of the element of surprise. So? That's just a bad trope. Why yeah. would you do that? Why it's would like, anybody hey, in any action hey, dude, movie do that? I'm going to come kill you. Strategy. So you I hope do, you like yeah. the taste of my fist because yeah. I'm going to but, ram it into your well, stomach and rip out your spine. Well, I get it. I get it. I do. <laughs> well, well, no, but he, it's, it's the same thing. Mando basically tells his, his nemesis that he's coming to get yeah. Baby yes. Yoda back. Yes. I don't see a problem here. It happens in... A ton of other yes. movies. Yeah, I dig it. It doesn't, it doesn't, like, if he actually wanted to get Baby Yoda back, it doesn't make sense that he would 
give up the Elmo surprise. I don't think that it's a surprise that Mondo wants Baby Yoda back. <laughs> it is a surprise that he knows but, how but, to find him. But he announced his intention. I like it. So, so, so it puts the fear in Moff. So, so, like, I'm coming after you. You have to think about this at all times. You'll yes. never know when it's coming. What's to keep Moff Gideon from all of a sudden saying, like, okay, well, what's to we, keep we, Moff Gideon from we should, putting we him in a change, blender? We should change our location. Um, and so, what everything we just saw Mando go through to get the location is now void. Yeah, but the, yeah. we didn't see that. We we didn't see that. But I mean, he, but, he but, could but get what I'm saying and change his location. What I'm saying is, a smart villain would be like, okay, well, if this guy's really coming for me. I should maybe switch up my tactics a little bit. I, I agree with everybody on the table. <laughs> <laughs> nice, you're all, no, you're nice all right. Sitting. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I'm not trying to fence it, but you're all right. Matt is 100%. It's the stupidest trope and the dumbest thing ever. But also you're correct. It's mm. like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm coming to kick your ass. Yeah. And, but I get I'm coming it. for you. I do. I get it. It's, it's just, like, it's, it's just, like, it doesn't matter if you get a, ready. It's a movie. It trope. doesn't matter if you know. And yeah. I'm and still going to win. But I'm kind of more you on heard your of side. I'm more on your side because why Matt has any predilection of good writing anymore <laughs> is beyond <laughs> me. Because it, it doesn't matter. I just, it just doesn't fucking matter. I just man. think it works. It works it, in action fine. movies. It works in every other show that we watch. And it's like, okay, so Mando decides. For whatever reason, that he's going to taunt this dude. Yeah. That's that's a completely fine tactic to just, use. Just, yes, it might put him at a little bit of a disadvantage yeah. if Moff Gideon does anything to kind of like get away. Yeah. But at that point, then he's, See, we're, we're gonna, he's not going to start. We're going to start the next episode, <laughs> and we're going to learn. Yeah, that Mando sent that that uh, message from Slave One, which is already secretly attached yeah, to the exactly. bottom of the cruiser, yeah. and, no. he's, and he's already <laughs> and he's already inside. Kicking the shit out of stormtroopers. Yeah, things could change. We could watch that. You're absolutely Where right. Where are you? <laughs> yeah. well, that, that might make sense if the cruiser wasn't actually going at light speed. It doesn't matter. It's slave one. Who cares? It's, it's, it's hyper speed. It's, not, it's, it's not cartoon. Even, yeah, it's not even light speed. It's hyper speed. It's, it's, it's like, fuck everything, basically. <laughs> and I don't think it was in oh, hyperspace. Rewind with it. Was it in hyperspace? It, it was in hyperspace. Yeah, yeah, it was. It still doesn't matter. <laughs> I just think it's, I, I don't know, that element of it. Like, again, there's... Other episodes that I think are far worse if than he's, this one. Wait, if he's in hyperspace, then the, the coordinate thing doesn't make sense to begin it, with anyway. No, it doesn't. No. That's true. I don't even know how hyperspace works. It's unless it's like a tracking thing. Like, is I it folding find space? Is, is there a he fob? He downloaded, yeah, it's a fob. Is there a fob? He downloaded his fob on a USB port and he's well, like, yeah, smart. like, why would he? Was it USB 3 or USB oh, wait, 2? Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so <laughs> let, answer me this. Why would he need to get Bill Burr and do this thing if he could just get a fob and track Moff Gideon? Or Baby Yoda. No, it's not a are you are you trying to call back to the last season? Well, I'm trying to say like he's he's a bounty hunter, right? Yeah, because we've already established he, he has he has gizmos that allows him <laughs> to track people across the galaxy. Yeah, gizmo. Why does he need? Why doesn't he just do that? I mean, because I mean, they threw I mean, that away after everybody nitpicked it last season. I've been, I've been like tracking you. Real world, been tracking you, Mandalorian. Yeah, a real world <laughs> elements said to the like, t- to the writers like hey these fobs are broken as fuck <laughs> and they were like yeah all right so they stopped using them this season like yeah. we haven't seen a single fob but, this entire season but, but as a writer you you think like okay mandalorian has um baby yoda's fob signature right grab a fob that'll tell you exactly yoda. that will tell you exactly oh where my god, god. Is. i completely <laughs> forgot Listen. about that oh my you god you're you just, so right you guys you can't think about it you like can't. that you can't. these things are it was written. a major these things things in the first <laughs> season <laughs> that's a huge I've plot literally, oh my god I've literally listened to interviews. <laughs> the top of my head Favreau. just blew up. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let Matt talk. I've literally listened to interviews of Favreau and Filoni on the fucking phone where they go, hey, man, this would be cool if we did this. Put it in the script. 
Yeah. Hey, what about this? Oh, oh yeah, that works. Okay, cool. They write these scripts over the phone. They have fun. Okay, it's, it's just all it is. Fun. It's fun. They didn't, they didn't write this, this script, though. For oh, this no, this is Rick, but still, Ricky. But, but the, 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 it all goes through Favreau, man. The, the, fact, the fact that we just came up with this most massive plot hole yeah. ever, like, like, did it not occur to them? No, probably not. It was, probably a huge, like, it was a huge part of the first season that like, yes, you could was. track Baby Yoda yes. very easily. Yes. Like anybody. Yeah, well, we called it out He's last 50. season. That was one of the things that Matt was like, this makes no sense. That is and a they, tough and, one. And we, know, we all laughed when episode one or two, and we're like, oh, you notice they stopped using the fobs. Like, it's a thing. And they realized it. Yeah. And they filmed this season. They just threw together a couple scripts. They were like, okay, let's have some fun. Let's have Mando do this. Let's have, okay, he has to find out where Baby Yoda is. Okay, but, he but, gets but the that one device. thing completely negates this entire I, episode. You're not wrong. You do. You're right. But it's you're still, 100%. you just have to be able to have fun. If you can't have fun, then don't watch the show. That's that's, that's the secret of Star Wars in general. <laughs> it, it uh, if you can't just watch it and not think about anything, then you can't watch it. This, no, this is a no, show where, for you. where I think people are allowed to do that. It's it's science fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's fantasy. It's not science fiction. It's science fantasy. It's different from Star Trek. Yeah. You pull this shit in Star Trek, it's never going to work. Yeah. Star Trek doesn't work anymore anyway. But it's... <gasps> but, it's just, I like Star Trek more than Star Wars. Oh, you're, I know. I can't talk I know. to you right now. That's gross. Get your fucking pronouns. <laughs> Chris, Pine, Chris Pine just did it for me, man. He, he brought me back. He's he not, brought no. me back. He's, He's so dreamy. Everybody's right. It's weird. It's, it's one of those weird things. Like, you're right. Yes, yeah. is right. Poorly written. Yep. 100%. Yep. Yeah. You're right. Turn off your brain and have some fun. I, like, yeah. I've, I've enjoyed this entire season. Yeah. yeah. Up until this episode. Oh, I enjoyed Agreed. this episode. This last episode. episode uh, this episode was horrible. The the frog lady episode and the episode with the magical backpack that disappeared. I that, didn't. That I didn't, bothered me more than this one did. The, the spider episode didn't. I didn't. Like it was that. dumb. It was wow. Are we episode. all coming to terms with the fact that we hate Star Wars? Again? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Tom. God damn it. <laughs> damn it. They got me back. <laughs> Just when I think I'm out. All right. Pull me all back in. All right. I'm back on the dark side. Everything sucks. Can we, can we go now? Yes, we can go. Final thoughts, Matt Vader. Good episode, bad yeah, episode. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I'm with I mean, I'm with Vader. I went, you yeah. turned my brain off and I enjoyed it. If I turn it back on, I'll probably hate it. So I will say, whatever. I will say, I think it's, it was better than the last one. I had a lot of problems with the last one with the quality of the episode and the quality of the effects. This one brought it way back to the to the top tier where I thought I, it was good. You, you know be. what was wrong with this episode? Hmm. No, baby Yoda. Oh, it's the, the only episode that we've had with no baby. Yoda. I'm kind of glad I didn't miss him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, mean, I wanted, I wanted some Zen Yoda. Yeah, uh, Tom. Final Zen. thoughts on this episode. Um, okay. Um, boo. Really? Boo. Wow. I'm, I, I, I'm very okay. Disney is on a money grab right now. They're mm-hmm. they're throwing all this crap at us. They're they're trying to get us hooked. I feel like watching episode nine again and the, the last thirty minutes. They're like, hey, we're gonna make a sequel on that. Hey, we're gonna make a sequel on that. Hey, we're gonna make a sequel on that. And I really feel like I'm getting a lot of disservice and service all at the same time. There's a lot of pandering. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep watching it because I can't stop. And it's just, it's a <laughs> yeah. thing. And they know they got me. Mm-hmm. And and I pay for the stupid service, so I'm gonna watch their stupid shows. And it's Star Wars. I pay so, $70 a year to watch Mandalorian. Right. And I'm into it. I'm into it. Like it's it, Oh God. I didn't think about that. Don't, don't, don't. And, is that and, the only thing you watch? No, I, I break it down daily. I pay like 33 <laughs> cents a day to watch it or something, but I, I, I'm frustrated. Last episode frustrated me a lot more than this one did. Yeah. Um, just because they completely took the show and took it off its rails and said, okay, now we're doing this very linear, um, thing and nothing makes sense. Well, that was one of the criticisms of the first season was that it was too episodic. Well, okay. 
And now they're doing, they're changing it. So now we're going to criticize once, that. Once I realized that every episode was a different director and every episode had a different vision and every, okay, now it kind of makes, it's, it's, what yeah. do you want? <laughs> I want them to stop. Just, just make like one thing that make, that I want to watch and make it make sense. That's all I want. You asked for too much. <laughs> too much. <laughs> okay. What, final thoughts on this episode. All right. This is my least favorite episode. Two out of five. So far. Um, I, I don't like that. It, uh, it's obvious that they're setting it up so that Mandalorian doesn't have to wear his helmet as much anymore. Mm. Um, I didn't like all the plot holes in this episode, the, the plot contrivances, the plot conveniences, all that plot logic stuff. As a writer, I was very insulted watching this episode. <laughs> there, 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 there are good individual things in the episode, yeah. like, like when taken in isolation, but as a whole, this was a mess from start to finish for me. And it, it was so blatant that I couldn't, pull a Vader and just turn my brain off and enjoy it's it. It's the only yeah. way to do it. Wow. Yeah. Is that called pulling a Vader now? <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah. So I was, I was very disappointed. Don't like, think like for a penultimate episode, like, like this really oh, should have been yeah. like, like, you know, not a penultimate episode because it doesn't feel like it's leading towards anything. It felt like an episodic side quest. And it was a, a, like, like we pointed out, it's completely negated by the fob. So, you know, like I would have rather had a much better penultimate episode leading into the finale. Yeah. I did think there was a lack of, of uh, build up for the finale coming up. I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's it. Like there wasn't any kind of like big cliffhanger excitement part. That's our thoughts on this episode of The Mandalorian. We were pretty harsh on it. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. <laughs> I mean, it, it is a fun episode. It's fun. Regardless of it's our fun. nerd hate. Hey, whatever. Uh, it is a fun episode. If you turn your brain off, I mean, Vader's not wrong. I mean, it, yeah, it, it is fun. It's got Bill Burr in it. Bill Burr. It's got Bill Burr. <laughs> Dude, doing got the, racist jokes. <laughs> but some of best Bill Burr's you, best. I yeah, mean, really, he was really good. Yeah, if you was, people don't like this episode, <laughs> screw you. And I do mean you, you people. people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, signing off real quick. We're going to find everybody on the socials. Uh, Tom, let's start with you. Oh, you can't find anybody. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working okay. on it. I, you know, I have an idea. Oh. Um, I have an idea. Okay. But until then. It's an idea. It's Good. just an idea. It's in the works. Good All luck, right. everybody else. <laughs> Matt Vader, where can they find you at? At Matt Vader 74. Everywhere. Right on. on the stuff. Okay. And Matthew Kadish? <laughs> at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H on Twitter and Parlor and uh, kadishbooks.com if you want to check out my novels on Amazon. Right on. And I am your host, as always, The Salty Nerd. You can catch me on Twitter at Salty underscore Nerd. And don't forget, check out our Discord app. Uh, we're going to be using that quite a bit coming up in the future. So if you want to get more content from us and you want to shout out and uh, have a chat and hang out with us, go to over to our Discord server, Salty Nerd Podcast. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. See you later.